up, everybody? This is Fred Ricciani of TSC News. I was here getting ready to recap WWE Monday Night Raw for February 8th, 2016. Getting ready to, to fix my hair and make this elaborate set. And I, I couldn't take my eyes off of this Daniel Bryan retirement speech. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to keep my beard a little scruffy tonight. I'm going to leave my hair down a little bit tonight in honor of Daniel freaking Brian, a.k.a. Brian Danielson, a.k.a. a future Hall of Famer, a.k.a. future Wrestling Observer Hall of Famer, a.k.a. one of the greatest superstars of all time. And one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, a guy that just had such an emotional connection with the fans, and we saw that tonight. Now, if you missed Raw, if you've been living under a rock or something or not using Twitter or whatever or playing too much PS4. Let me tell you, Daniel Bryan on Twitter on uh, early Monday, I believe it was Monday afternoon, announced his retirement from professional wrestling sports entertainment. And there was speculation. Is this a work? Is this real? What's the deal? Well, it was real. It was real. And I could sit here and I can recap about how they horribly booked Roman Reigns yet again, which they did, oh, by the way, where he just kind of got his ass whooped by Brock Lesnar and watched his best friend Dean Ambrose get beat up. And then after Dean Ambrose low-blowed Brock Lesnar, Roman just smiled and walked away and was holding his arm. I could bitch about the fact that we saw Titus O'Neil versus Adam Rose, of all people. And Adam Rose calling himself the... What would he call it? The, the, the mongoose? The, the, the maximum mongoose? Something stupid that involved mongoose. I could sit and complain and say, oh my god, really? Dudley's turning heel against the Usos? What? I could complain about a 46-year-old man being WWE World Heavyweight Champion in 2016, but no, no, no. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to give credit where credit's due. WWE did right by Brian Danielson and his family and friends tonight. They left the main event slot wide open for him to say goodbye to his hometown crowd of Seattle, Washington, and to millions and millions of fans worldwide. And I got to say, I got choked up watching that speech. I think most of us got choked up watching that speech. If you had the privilege of watching that speech, if you didn't, it's going to be up on YouTube probably very soon on Daddy YouTube channel. And uh, they did have an extended version on the uh, WWE Network. And it was just beautiful. Started out really long because, you know, he, he came out like around 11. Kind of weird. I'm thinking, oh, my God, are they going to cut this poor guy off? Nope. They gave him about almost a half hour of time as far as uh, on the air on USA Network. Uh, talked about how he suffered like three concussions at age 18. And the crowd got really silent. Before, the crowd was chanting Daniel Bryan all night. When he was in the ring, they were chanting Daniel Bryan. Uh, they were chanting, yes, 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 yes. But when you said the three concussions thing, I mean, you heard the crowd just go radio silent. And he said he ran a battery of tests. Things looked good. He wanted to come back and wrestle, but he had one test that he did last week. And, well, his brain is in not as good a shape as he thought it was. And, yeah. He decided to retire. I mean, WWE wasn't going to clear him anyway. There's a very, very slim chance he was going to get cleared. 
But, uh, you know, he decided to retire, sported a new haircut, had his hair down like this right here, beard trimmed, cracked a few jokes. The crowd was chanting, no, 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 no. I said, like, no, don't retire. And he said, believe me, I didn't want to cut my beard either. Thanked his wife, Bree. Thanked his family. Uh, talked about how the crowd hijacked the show and kind of kick-started the Yes Movement. Technically, the Yes Movement got kick-started back in 2012, the night after WrestleMania 28. But this was yet like another uh, turbo charge. Back, I believe, in December 2013, he talked about when it was the Raw before TLC 2013, when they were putting Randy Orton and John Cena in the ring, champion versus champion at the pay-per-view in a ladder match, which was quite underwhelming. And all the former world champions in WWE, the active performers, were in the ring, and the crowd in Seattle could not stop chanting for Daniel Bryan. He talked about this. And I'm thinking, oh my God, is he, is he burying his own company? He was joking around about it and laughing about it. And I'm thinking, oh man, Vince probably isn't like this. And then he brought up how his dad was in the crowd. And he brought up how his dad, who, who unfortunately passed away, I think maybe what a week after uh, WrestleMania 30 when he won the title. Um, that was the last time his dad saw him uh, wrestle. And the smile on his dad's face made him just so happy, so proud of his son. And uh, Daniel got emotional, and, and you know, rightfully so. And he just, you know, the motif, the reoccurring theme of the speech, the one word he kept bringing up was grateful and, and you know, gratitude. And uh, he, he thanked wrestling for uh, meaning the love of his life. Uh, because of wrestling, he met the most beautiful woman in the world, and he was grateful. Because of wrestling, he got to travel the world. He was grateful. Because of wrestling, he got to meet so many great fans, work with so many great people, got to touch so many children's lives like Connor McCulloch. And it was just it was just a beautiful speech. Just a beautiful speech, and, and he ended up saying, you know, I'm grateful. And, and tomorrow, I start a new chapter in my life. But tonight, one last time, I'm still a wrestler. So let's get one more yes chant. And he, and he they did the yes chant, celebrated, shook hands with almost every fan in the front. I mean, he was going all over the place, all over the arena. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, he, he hugged his mom. He hugged his mother-in-law, uh, Kathy Kalache, who's, who's Brie Bella's mom. Hugged his sister, hugged his friends. Man, and then they had the, the extended... Celebration on WWE Network, which wasn't anything elaborate. It was essentially, uh, you know, the entire roster, including Vince McMahon, Stephanie, and Triple H came out uh, clapping for him. Uh, he ended up embracing uh, Byron Saxton, Michael Cole, who just ugh, gut punch. Michael Cole said, I love you, kid. Uh, hug JBL. Uh, you know, went, and, and oh, yeah, at the end of the, the, the broadcast, Brie Bella came out, did the yes chant, gave him a hug and kiss. They both did. It was, it was such a beautiful moment. And then Afterwards, one last yes chance with uh, Brie Bella, Brie Danielson, and uh, Brian gave a big hug to Vince. You know, shook a few hands of the wrestlers that he respects so much, and walked to the back. And uh, that's career at age thirty-four. And on one hand, it's it's so damn sad because he is a wrestler to me that that really kept me interested. I mean, CM Punk as well. I credit CM Punk and Daniel Bryan for really keeping me interested in wrestling in recent years. Uh, as well as the shield, and um, you know, it, it, it's funny because you know there was a time period where 
you know, for a couple years, I mean, I had some ups and downs, you know, professionally, and it was it was rough. And you know, for years, wrestling was was my escape. And, and you know, sports in general, but wrestling in particular. Since I was eight years old, I loved uh, professional wrestling. Uh, but I gotta say, you know, there was nobody I really connected with like like a Daniel Bryan. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people could say that. I mean, he probably had the most emotional connection with fans as far as like a genuine, like on like a personal level since maybe Mick Foley in his prime. And if you're not old enough to remember Mick Foley in his prime or to have lived through Mick Foley in his prime, then you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, if you are a Daniel Bryan fan and touched by him personally, you you know, that that's essentially kind of like the, the kind of like the personal connection Mick Foley had. I, I'd almost say that it's probably even greater connection that, that, that Daniel Bryan has with the fans and Mick Foley. But, I mean, it's 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 up there. And, uh, yeah, what can I say? He kept me interested. He kept me hooked. He kept me going. And, you know, even though I'm not a wrestler, I'm a broadcaster and obviously trying to take my career to the next level and just seeing him overcome the odds and uh, take things to new heights and overcoming the the size requirements. And he mentioned that, you know, that it was amazing how uh, a crowd uh, made a guy that's 5'8", 190 pounds, you know, feel like Superman and yeah, I mean, I'm really gonna miss Daniel Bryan, and I think I think a lot of us are. I think most of us are. Hopefully, all of us are. You should, you know. We just uh, very rarely do you get a guy in sports, whether it be you know a, a predetermined sport or a real sport, be as genuine as the the person that they are uh, when the cameras are rolling. Be as genuine as a be. What am I trying to say here? You know, I see a lot of people, um, you know, have hot takes about Cam Newton, even though he's probably a really decent dude you know sort of loser but decent dude and then i see people talk about how peyton manning plays the right way and blah 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 even though you know they kind of overlook some uh manning's transgressions and you know they talk about brett Favre, but brett Favre's had some things that pretty much most of the time in sports your heroes probably had some sort of transgression outside of uh their respective field i mean john jones just got freaking arrested again or cited again whatever but you know you'll get, you'll get Daniel Bryan, a guy who's who's kept his nose clean, who's presumably been drug free his entire career, uh, a guy who who always you know is honest, goes out of his way to 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 embrace the fans and uh, makes no bones about you know his celebrity. He owes it all to the fans, and he he admitted that. And uh, yeah, I mean you never hear about this guy getting in trouble. You never hear about this guy causing a commotion. I mean, you know he's just he's just a down to earth dude. I, I haven't met him before. I've seen him live a number of times. I wish I have, but I know a lot of people that have met him, and they all say just glowing, great things about him. And he is one of those rare people in wrestling or sports, whatever, who he's literally, you know, what you see is what you get. What you see on TV is a genuine dude, a class act that you can make the argument the wrestling business didn't deserve. And in real life, Brian Danielson, from an outsider's perspective, and from, you know, again, Known people that know him very well. Uh, just a phenomenal dude. A, a great dude in the ring, out of the ring. And I and I just wish him the very best. So I just want to say right now on behalf of all the fans that watch TSC News, that listen to TSC News, thank you, Daniel Bryan. Thank you so much for the memories. Thank you so much for the great matches. Thank you so much for inspiring me and, and, and countless people. And I, I pray to God that you have a, a wonderful life that, you know, knock on wood, you don't suffer any true long-term serious side effects of your of your concussions. I hope you can start a beautiful family with Bree and that you can continue to contribute to this business in a, in a positive way, you know, either as a trainer, commentator, you name it. I mean, this guy's so smart. This guy's such, such a great wrestler. And he's got such a great mind for business. 
you know, th- this isn't the end. This isn't the end, Brian. This is just the beginning. Okay, I think you got a lot of years left in you in a variety of capacities in, in, in pro wrestling. It's yours for the taking. And hey, if you want to make Tide commercials and get paid a boatload of money during the Super Bowl, then you know what? Be my guest, my friend. You deserve it. But uh, folks, I want to hear from you. What do you think about Daniel Bryan's retirement? What do you think about Monday Night Raw? Uh, yeah, what, what do you think about the speech? Where does WDB go from here? Uh, let me know. Leave a comment below. Tweet us, Facebook us, do what you got to do. Don't forget to subscribe for more WB updates. And just, just a quick personal note, too. I had a really crappy day today. And, and watching that speech really kind of kind of put things into perspective. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, a, I'm in a decent place uh, professionally. But, uh, you know, there's times where I just you know, want more and I want to keep pushing. And, uh, you know, I was, I was just, just certain things, you know, been, been kind of down. But seeing that speech and, you know, talking about him talking about how he's so grateful and, and living a full life and, just, just all inspiring. Just, just really inspiring me, uh, inspiring to me and a lot of people, and, and you know, definitely gives me uh, some perspective and gratitude for the life I live and uh, you know the support I get from all of you. So thank you guys very much. If there's one thing to take away from this Daniel Bryan speech. Well, two, uh, one, uh, I would look up the, uh, the 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 charity, the organization that donated his hair that he cut to uh, cancer patients for free, and uh, two. Always uh, be grateful. Thank you very much, everybody. And until next time, as always, enjoy the matches.